Hello, welcome to News Underground. Thank you for tuning in tonight. I'm your host, John Bowie, and uh, tonight I have Noreen Singh from the Sikh Student Association here to talk about Sikh Week. So, hello. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Definitely. So, with uh, Sikh Week, what kind of events are you going to be holding this week? Yeah, great question. So, today we had Turban Kind earlier on Norway Quad. Um, tonight at 7 p.m. at 1.40, we'll be hosting a Sikh movie night where we'll be screening Ocean of Pearls. Um, Wednesday, we'll be having Kirtan night where we'll be playing religious hymns. And then Friday, we'll be inviting two Sikh speakers to campus. And following that, we'll have a Punjabi cultural dance night called Bhangra Night. Um, all of these are free to attend for students. There's a lot of good food um, and dancing and learning about the Sikhism and our culture. I'm sorry, I just realized that the mic was... <laughs> it's all right, no worries. We can... hey, let's uh, let's just go over that again. My apologies. It's... <laughs> hey. Hello. <laughs> you know, we, we love technical errors. No, no, I'm, I'm all good with this. This is great. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so you talked about Turbantine, um, movie night as well. Uh, so one question that we that I have for... That is, you talked a little bit about the turpentine and you were showing me a little bit of the photos. Uh, what, what are some of the aims of some of these experiences? Yeah, so, um, you know, one of the biggest misconceptions that a lot of people have about Sikhs is that Sikhs are Muslims because they both wear turbans. And so really for us, we were trying to highlight what is a turban in the first place. And so unfortunately, um, in a post 9-11 America, the turban has been something very misrepresented. Um, and so what our goal was to make it seems so familiar to people and so that they see people walking around with a turban and they could be like you know this isn't something i should be afraid of um this is someone that my friend can wear um someone that my neighbor wears and it's not something to fear in fact this is someone i could turn to if i'm ever in a situation where i need help so you showed me a couple of photos of the sick tying that, that, that sorry turban tying yeah. earlier and you talked a little bit about how um, anyone was welcome to come by mm -hmm. and kind of like just see that for themselves. Yeah, so we tied turbans on both men and women. That's also another you know misconception is people think that only men can wear turbans, but women can wear them too. Um, in the Sikh faith, we preach gender equality. So one way of doing that is making sure that both men and women can wear turbans. Um, and what, you showed me a few photos earlier as well of um, the event as well. And I noticed that there was the sign that some of them had holding up, uh, what did that sign say? Yeah, so the sign that we got printed was saying, it's not just a mere cloth that I tie around my head, it's a dignity, it's a promise, and it's an honor that I keep. Um, so for the Sikh faith, you know, the turban really isn't like a hat that you could pop on and pop off. Um, it's something you have to tie on every day and, and remind yourself why you're tying it on. Um, really, the, the turban is supposed to be a beacon of hope. So if you're in a crowd of millions, you could spot a turban very quickly, and that's someone you could turn to if you're ever in a situation that you need help. All right, interesting, interesting. So kind of like a little bit of a familiarity kind of with it as well. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it was really interesting today because there were so many students from so many walks of life. Um, you know, interesting, there was a lot of fraternity brothers that were there and they were getting their turbans tied, which was something that was, you know, really mind opening for me. Um, and it was really exciting to see so many different students just come and, and really want to learn and engage with us about it. Uh, you also kind of mentioned a movie night earlier. Uh, Ocean of Pearls, you said it was? Yes. Uh, what's, uh, I'm curious, what's the significance of that movie? Uh, why, why did you choose to show that movie? You know, there's a there's not many sick Hollywood films that are out there, but this is one of the few, and it's it's about this um, sick medical student that 
his medical school gives him, you know, a compromise. Either you take off your turban and shave your beard or you can't continue to practice medicine. And so it's about his struggle. And it's a really relevant issue because unfortunately in America, a lot of places give that stipulation to religious minorities about choosing their faith or choosing their career. So this movie really, you know, dives into it and, and provides a perspective that not a lot of people know about. And that's based off of a real story? Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. All right. And you also mentioned that you're kind of going with the different topics for each event as well. Um, you mentioned that one of your speakers was um, one of the first people in the U.S. military to be able to wear a turban. Right. Uh, so, oh, no, go ahead. Um, cool fact. He's actually my dad. Um, yeah. So I, I grew up in Colorado Springs and he was stationed there. Um, and so that's kind of what led me into this whole speaking out about Sikhism is because I had to see the struggles he had to go through um, about it. So I can talk a little bit more about my dad. Well, we'd love to hear a little bit more about it. I didn't realize that he was uh, your father, but that's an interesting personal connection. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. A little bit of family history. So um, fun fact, um, my father joined the U.S. Army 28 years ago. And at that time, there was a lot of restrictions preventing people from look at, looking a certain way or praying a certain way to enter. And so he really had to fight for 28 years to be allowed to keep his turban. And so he ended up becoming the highest ranking turban wearing officer in the U.S. Army, um, retiring as a colonel in 2007 and one of the only um, few Sikh men that are in the U.S. Army. And so he's been really a trailblazer for many different religious minorities, not just Sikhs, Muslims, Jews, um, other communities that also have religious articles of faith. And it was really cool to see it that he didn't feel like he had to compromise who he was in order to fight for what he cared about. That's that's uh, interesting to hear about because um, I, I know that there have probably been a few stories that have kind of gone around that have been he's been definitely made headlines, of course. Um, but it's interesting to have him be able to come down and talk. Of, I, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we also talked a little bit earlier, just before the interview. And uh, this is something I find kind of interesting. You talked a little bit about kind of support within the group and mm -hmm. kind of support within like the student association. And mm -hmm. I was just kind of curious to hear a little more about about that kind of like you talked about support and kind of just being able to have others there for you i was kind of curious to hear about that yeah so um you know growing up as a sick in colorado springs um i very quickly learned that i was very different and that was always okay and then my first week at cu boulder my first interaction here wasn't very great i had a pretty um interesting first roommate who made some comments about my dad's turban and i remember thought like thinking to myself like oh like this is a place where I'm definitely going to be alone because there's no other person that understands my struggle. And so forming Six Student Association and finding other six on campus has really allowed me to know that um, things are better when you have a community to go through it with. And so all of these students, they even if they're um, not sick, they understand like what it means to be persecuted or discriminated against um, and just understand in that shared struggle and, and finding a way to just not even understand it, but do something about it. And so Sick Week was really our way of combating all that um, and sharing it with our fellow peers and students that um, we are a community, we exist. And um, it's important that you you know that we are here because chances are once you leave CU Boulder, you'll be encountering six every day in life, no matter where you go. Do you feel like these kinds of student associations are essential for students, even if uh, just in general, just to kind of be able to experience and learn about other cultures and just yeah, they are vital. And, and the great thing about CU Boulder is that there's so many opportunities for student groups to exist here. Not many schools have that. Um, 
the fact that CU Boulder is so big and there's something for everyone, I think it really goes to show that this is a great school that no matter if you're part of a minority faith or a minority culture, like you could find your niche here and you could do something in order to spread awareness or education or just even put on cool events. Um, and you mentioned that just to go back to the speakers, you also mentioned that you had another speaker coming through as well. Yes. Um, uh, what What's the other speaker going to be addressing as well? So he's called Sick Captain America. If you were to go Google him, you'll find him dressed up in a Captain America suit and he wears a turban. So he's really cool. But what he ended up doing is after 9-11 and he saw all the violence that was happening on the streets in the U.S. Um, that were targeting you know, Muslims, Sikhs, Hindus, South Asians. Um, he said that he's going to challenge those notions by dressing up as something very American. So he, you know, got a Captain America outfit and put on a turban and walked the streets of New York um, just to show people like, hey, I could be sick and I could be American and I could be both. Um, and I shouldn't have to choose between one or the other. So he'll be coming and speaking um, as, you know, on his experiences and, and doing something a little bit different to combat people's biases towards sex or whoever it might be. Uh, have you, uh, ha are you familiar with him? Have you seen him before? Or is this kind of like a first first time thing? Only on news media. Um, so this is all our first time hearing him speak live in prison. So it's a really cool opportunity. Even if you aren't sick, we encourage non-sicks to come um, just to get a feel about everyday sick American experiences in the U.S. and um, how to be you know, cognizant about what the experiences are and what you'll be doing about it in your future career, whatever it might look like. Do you have any advice of your own on those topics to offer up or? For just, you know, students in general? Uh, of course. Yeah, of course. So um, I think that there's always things we can do every day in life to challenge little biases we have here and there. Um, and, you know, one of the main things that we're trying to aim at Sick Week is letting people know that Sikhism is a religion and Sikhs are a community because a lot of times we hear um, you know, Sikhism is a blend of blah, 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 or Sikhism is just a, you know, a separate brand. But what we're really trying to show is that we are here um, and that we have experiences that are very unique to us um, and that, you know, that should be taken. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's not taught in a lot of schools, Sikhism. And so, you know, I think it's up to us if we have something, especially a bias against someone, we have to know about what that bias is and, and how to challenge that every day. And no matter what media you're consuming or your everyday life and walking around and potentially spotting the sick and what to do about it. With events, uh, so you encourage all students to come? Yes, absolutely. We want everyone to come and there's free food. Um, so if you're not coming for education, that is okay. At least get some free food. All right. Um, and what other events, just to recap, uh, so you've had a couple of events today and then we had we talked about the movie night and the speakers and then there were a few other events that you mentioned as well yeah so we'll, on wednesday we'll be doing a kirtan night so kirtan is um you know singing our sick religious hymns um it's a really peaceful experience i think for anyone who's spiritual in any way i think this is a really cool thing to see even if you're not spiritual just to come see how we pray um it's a really cool experience because there's not a lot of sick houses of worship in the state so you know, even coming on campus and seeing us trying to do our best and emulating one, I think it's a really cool experience to have. Well, it sounds pretty interesting. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like uh, students to know on campus or around or just people in general to know when it comes to kind of the Sixth Students Association? 
Yeah, so, um, you know, one really cool thing about six is that we've been in this country for over 100 years, and the largest populations of six in the United States are in California and New York. And um, the largest peach, okra, and pistachio farms you find in the United States are owned by six. Um, so we've been here for a while, and now we're starting to settle a little bit more in Colorado. Um, but we're here to answer any questions. In fact, the word sick means learner. Um, so we're always learning, and we um, are always wanting to challenge and you know push the needle a little bit in terms of what we believe in and and what we think and how we approach it um so we welcome questions if you have any questions feel free to email us at six student association at colorado.edu um, or follow us on our social media at s-i-k-h buffs right, well thank you so much for coming on down no thank you for having me yeah. Yeah, we're always glad to have you coming down and talk and just saying, uh, sorry about the little technical error earlier, but hey, no, no. Yeah, things happen, you know? No, of course. And thank you so much to radio yeah. and everything that you've been able to do here. We're really glad to have you come down and talk. Yes, thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you for tuning in to News Underground on this fine Monday night. We're glad to have all of our listeners here as well. Make sure to tune back in on Wednesday at 6 for our show with Anna Haynes. We'll see you next time. Radio 1190.